Welcome to Everything EFL. My name's Erin O'Byrne, and I firmly believe that you as a teacher are special, amazing, creative, and passionate. But it's very easy to get burnt out and overwhelmed. With my podcast and my teacher training, I aim to help you avoid burnout and cut down on your prep time so you can unleash your creativity and enjoy your work more mindfully. Are you ready? Let's go. you gorgeous teacher if you're one of my lovely regular listeners welcome back if you're a brand new to everything EFL podcast you are most welcome and I hope you stick around this is the last episode of the year and I've saved maybe the best till last I'm not sure but I think it's probably one of the most beneficial ones so hopefully what you'll get from this episode is less or no extra prep time relationship building, community building, cutting down your stress and your overwhelm and all of this wrapped up in a lovely mindful bow, if you like. (laughs) Um, Now mindfulness, a bit of a buzzword, but I don't think we can ignore it anymore. And research shows and shows again that it is extremely beneficial to everybody. And it's something that I try to bring into class, not only for students, but for me. And I find it really enjoyable to listen to conversations about it in class, watching students breathe, giving them time, giving them questions and time to develop their critical thinking skills. Why do I do it? Well, all of the above, but, you know, anxiety, this word, um, but it's everywhere, isn't it? And it seems to be at an all-time high with kids, with teenagers, with young adults. And if you have a state of stress and anxiety, they're not ready to learn. Their brains are automatically shut down. Um, So if you can incorporate like sort of bite-sized mindfulness practices into your class, you know, one minute, two minutes, five minutes, just imagine the possibilities, imagine the difference that could potentially make. And it's also a nice break from regular, what I call regular content, you know, like the the grammar and the vocab syllabus. And just the benefits are just endless, you know. It grows a positive mindset, a a can-do attitude, which leads to taking risks. And, you know, like I mentioned before, for some students, that is just answering a question, even if they're not sure it's right, and not minding or fearing when it's wrong. Um, It means that students won't be afraid to show their vulnerable side, you know, oops, I'm wrong, or um, sharing a story with their partner about something, sharing something personal, you know, laughing and joking. It increases classroom participation, it decreases levels of stress, bad behaviour, stinky attitudes, disruptive behaviour, which directly results in academic gains. Um, It also promotes self-awareness, self-regulation and empathy, that ability to sort of stop and and make better decisions. And it creates a better sense of classroom community because being mindful can mean being vulnerable. Um, You know, and if students know that there's a safe space to do this in your class, then brilliant. So what can you do? Oh, so many things. I mean, just go online and you'll find a bunch of, you know, really nice activities. Um, I have a few here for you. Um, Also, though, I would love to hear from you and the things you do as well. Um, 
But I'm going to give you a few things that students have responded well to, mostly. Remember, this ain't Hollywood. Remember that pep talk I gave you? Um, so let's just talk about you first, my gorgeous darling teacher. How can you be more mindful for you? We all know teaching is very stressful and overwhelming and you might be experiencing burnout. Totally natural. But my advice would be, Firstly, lean on your colleagues, share your feelings, ask for help. I did um, a course last year with some teachers who came over from Europe and our first session was just talking about sort of issues that teachers have. And one teacher just had this revelation, I'm not alone. And I was thinking to myself, but she works with other teachers in a staff room, but she felt alone. So clearly maybe the culture wasn't there for sharing, but you know, if it isn't, maybe that's something that you can think about creating yourself or buddy up with at least one colleague to just to support each other, share your feelings and ask for help. The next one is uh, take a deep breath when you feel overwhelmed or stressed or starting to react in class. You know, that, that student who is really getting to you. They're saying something to wind you up. They're pushing your buttons. Take a deep breath. And this sends that message to your brain just to calm down and relax and you gain control again. I was at a lovely conference a couple of weeks ago called Languages Connect and it was for modern foreign language teachers in Ireland. And they had a guest speaker at the end called Dermot Whelan. Um, he's a stand-up comedian and presenter, I believe. And and he went over three really simple techniques for breathing and I want to share them with you because it was such a brilliant talk and we did all the techniques in the auditorium with him with a little bit of sort of um you know that kind of hippy dippy meditation music which is actually really lovely um but I'm just going to tell you the three techniques now but I will say as well he gave like a really sort of like practical useful pointer that I think we can all relate to if we've ever tried any form of meditation it's very easy to get distracted it's hard to stay focused and he said that's okay just bring yourself back and if you find yourself getting distracted try and bring yourself back again so it's nice to know that you know we're not I'm not the only one and you're not the only one who finds that super difficult. And this isn't about meditating for an hour. This is three, five minutes max. And he basically said, you know, you can do this any time. But what he does is he sets his alarm three minutes early. He wakes up. He does what he has to do in the bathroom. And then he does one of these breathing techniques. So number one, put your hand on your belly and imagine your belly is a balloon and breathe through your nose and imagine, visualize that balloon inflating as you breathe in and use a light, slow, low breath. And then exhale, breathe out. And then just keep doing that up and down, up and down. And again, if your focus is wandering, focus on your hand, focus on the feeling of your hand rising and falling with your belly. Simple. Number two, um, it's kind of noticing or scanning, I think I've heard before as well. So it's about noticing the parts of your body as you're breathing. So start by noticing your hands, where they are on your body. Can you feel or touch anything? And then, and think about the temperature as well. And then do the same thing with your feet. Can you feel something? Are you wearing socks? Can you feel them? Can you feel the floor? What's the temperature like? Are your feet touching anything? And then start relaxing your shoulders and neck 
and your face like you'd be amazed how much tension you actually hold like sort of around your cheeks and then again two to three minutes just focus on your breath and if you start getting a little bit distracted maybe focus on your hands and feet again and the last technique is called box breathing and um, I actually did this during lockdown because um, the day before I started online teaching which was stressful enough anyway because I'd never really done it before my dad got very seriously ill and he had to go into hospital for heart surgery and my anxiety levels just went through the roof. So I started doing this every day before I started my class and it I'm telling you, it worked wonders. So it's called box breathing because you are gonna draw an invisible box in front of you. Um, you can use your fingers to trace that invisible line or you can just visualize it. And the idea is that it's 16 seconds. So it's four seconds for each side of the box. So imagine drawing um, a horizontal line. This is the top of your box. You breathe in for four, and then you bring your finger down for the side of the box. You hold your breath for four, and then you draw another line, which is the bottom of the box. You breathe in for four, and then you draw the line up to close the box. You hold your breath for four. So it's breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out four, hold for four. And then you just sort of continue doing that for a few minutes. Uh, and it's so good for just calming your breath and getting in control of everything. You can use these in class too. I mean, you wanna talk about an effective method for behavior, for focus, for discipline. Breathing is it. All the research shows that breathing can reduce behavioral issues and help with focus. It is absolutely amazing. And, and again, a couple of minutes a day, and you get all those results. If students know how to, br to breathe, like I said, they can control their reactions, make better decisions. Um, most bad decisions are based on emotion, aren't they? So think about those hyper students. And if you have younger students as well, I think this is really good. I got this from a YouTube video that I'm going to put in the show notes. I'm going to put the link in the show notes because it's so good. But um, if you're going to do this with younger kids, use the language that they will respond to. OK, so something like... Um, Imagine it's cold and you're holding a cup of hot chocolate and get them to hold it. Blow on the cup of hot chocolate and then breathe in and blow it again. Or imagine you're smelling a beautiful flower. Um, as long as the concept speaks to them, and again, you know your students best, think about what will work for your class. Um, for some, it might be smelling money or a new perfume or fresh air after rain. Um, and she did say do, this works with younger kids, but I think in a language context, I think this kind of thing would be really fantastic too. So imagine breathing at the beginning of a lesson and that slows down that stress response and you're going to get a smoother lesson. No prep needed. So yes, breathing is amazing. There are some other things you can do as well. And here are about six more suggestions for you. So number one, use mindful cards. Now I found mine in a stationery shop, but if you go to Amazon or something like that and just write uh, type in mindfulness cards, um, you'll basically get a pack of cards with some kind of quote on them or a little message. So I usually um, fan them out and I get one of my students to pull one out of the pack, read it aloud, I put it on the, the, the board and I might write a couple of questions around it and they discuss it. So one of them this week was just simply inhale, exhale. So the questions I wrote was what are the benefits of breathing? Why do so many people use this method? How can it improve your mental health? Okay, now obviously, ju judging on the age and maturity of your class, this may or may not work, but like I always say, you know your students best. Figure out, if you can, how to use these. Number two, 
go and listen to episode 96 of Everything EFL Podcast. Go to your happy place. I've had great feedback about this and it was an activity that was actually inspired by Phoebe from Friends. Uh, when Monica had broken up with her boyfriend, she wanted Monica to kind of relax and de-stress. So she had her lying on her bed and she said, okay, close your eyes, go to your happy place, visualize it. Um, and it's it's a visualization kind of um exercise but with lots of little follow-up activities as well so go and listen to that tell me what you think which segues very nicely into number three um episode 41 one of my very early episodes bringing mindfulness into the classroom um, i had a conversation with a really lovely lady called laia del barrio and she gives a few really nice little mindfulness activities that you can do so go and listen to that and give it a try number four laughter being in the moment with joy and laughter and you can do this in so many ways, memes, crack a joke, any way you can make yourself or your students laugh. And often I find the more I let loose and be myself, the easier it is to crack jokes and um, build relationships with your students. Just let your natural sense of humor shine through and students will love you for it. And you can just have so many lovely little moments in class with them. And if you're laughing and you're all sharing laughter, joy, a joke, that's very mindful in itself because everybody is in the present and sharing that present moment together. Number five, you could have um, either conversations or you could just have these little singular moments where students talk to themselves or write something down. Um, and it could be questions like, I've got a list here. So for example, what are you grateful for today? What makes you happy or brings you joy? Think about a song or talk about a song that makes you feel good. Think about or talk about a time when a friend really helped you or comforted you. Think of somebody you love. Say something kind to them or say something kind to yourself. Think of somebody who's struggling. Um, what would you say to them? What kind thing would you say to them? And again, you know your students, I feel like I've said this a million times, you know your students best, what questions would they respond to? And how would you go about it? Would you have a little partner chat? Would you have a group chat? Would you get them to write it? Would you give them the choice? But being in that moment and thinking about something positive is great for community building as well. This builds trust. And with trust, learning will happen. And number six, uh, reflect. So, you know, if you think about the previous episode, there's there's a lot of stuff there. There's more detail about reflection here. So I'm just going to be very, very brief. But basically, you know, if you're asking students to, and the focus here is sharing their feelings, okay? What do they want to share or what can they share? So it's about giving students a voice. Can they tell you how they feel? Reflection is is part of that. Again, talking about, thinking about the sticky notes activity or doing just a little check-in at the start of a lesson. There's these really great, I wouldn't call them memes. If you go to Google Images and put on a scale of, how are you feeling? Loads of different pictures come up. So you might get a picture of 12 different sheep or 12 different scenes from Harry Potter. And it's like on a scale of Harry Potter, how are you feeling? Or on a scale of dog, how are you feeling? And they have to choose the picture that represents the way they're feeling now. And it's really humorous as well. Even if students are in a really foul mood, you know, at least you know what you're dealing with when you walk into the classroom. And it might give you a chance to diffuse the situation or at least, you know, you know something's coming. You can be prepared for it and you can be ready to take a breath when you need to. Or you could make students aware that you are aware and it's okay to have negative feeling. It's just how students choose to react to it and how you choose to react to their reaction. And, you know, be honest with your students about yourself. If you're not feeling great or you're tired, tell them. Um, get them on side, you know, by showing a bit of vulnerability. You know, you are human too. 
um, and tell them how you feel and what you're going to do about it. So, you know, I'm not feeling very focused today or I'm a bit tired and I'm going to have a couple of breaths. Do you want to join me? So again, like last week with reflection, the key is to take the first small step and then stay consistent. Um, what do you think is the best time of lesson or the best day for this kind of thing? What's going to set your students up or, you know, leave them um, walking on air or with a smile on their face or just deep in thought and reflection and stuff like that? So challenge, guys, I want you to start with yourself. I want you to choose one of those three breathing techniques that we talked about and try it. Try and do it for a couple of minutes every day. I know it's easy to forget. You could try setting your alarm, let's say two minutes earlier and just trying it, or maybe in the break time, or maybe just before you start your first class. Again, choose a time that works for you. And also, to do with your classes, I'd like you to think of different scenarios with particular students or classes that always happen. So think about those students that are always really hyper or the ones that are kind of angry or, you know, imagine just first of all, just imagine instilling some kind of breathing into their routine. And, you know, if a student starts getting hyper or angry or loses focus, ask them to breathe for 30 seconds. Obviously, they need to know how to do it first, introduce it. Um, and then maybe when something does happen, you can say to the student, okay, it's grand, breathe for 30 seconds, I'll come back to you, okay? And then maybe go, how do you feel now, all right? So, or, you know, choose one of the activities and just take that first step and introduce an activity into one of your classes. Now, expect a little bit of giggling, all right? Um, especially if you're asking them to close their eyes and breathe or, you know, something like that. Not all students are kind of familiar with it or they might think it's a bit weird. That's fine. That's natural. But if they do sort of giggle, you know, could maybe gently ask them, you know, what, what's going on here? You know, but I would say to avoid this, let students in on what you're doing. Why are you doing this? And then I think most will come around quickly, especially if they realize what the benefits are. And if you still get a couple of giggly ones, they usually come around when you do this a few times because they see that all the other students are kind of getting into it and they don't really want to be left out. But it might take some time for some of them. But that's fine. We all know it's a process, don't we? But basically, you know, if something's not working in your class or there's a specific behavior that's just, you know, you're, you're trying to put things but nothing's happening, Nothing's going to change if you don't take a risk. And, you know, mindfulness, it's not a woo-woo concept anymore. It's been proven to work. And there's no prep involved. It's just a change of mindset on your part and a willingness to try a few new things and, of course, be consistent. So take that small step. Ask yourself, what will your students respond to? How long do you need in class? And what's the best time to do it? And with that... That's the end of this year's podcasts. I cannot believe it. As per usual, spread the word, guys. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to my newsletter, Breathe Easy Teacher. Links in the show notes. Follow me on social media. Share my social media posts. Talk me up in your staff room and tell your colleagues about me. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for every single person who's taken the time out of their busy day and their busy life to listen to me this year. I have, at the time of recording, I have reached over 20,000 downloads. And I seriously, like, just even saying that makes me want to cry. I cannot believe that so many people have listened. So I think I'm doing something right. I'd love to know what you guys think. I hear from some of you, and the 
the feedback's always really nice and sweet and lovely and positive. I want to hear from more of you as well. I want to support you and keep in contact with you and figure out what you need from me so that I can develop products and services in the future to solve your problems and to help you become better teachers. So that's it for this year. I am signing off and I'm going to make myself a nice mulled wine, I think, because it's flipping freezing and I deserve it. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, have a great Christmas week. And I will see you again next year around the end of January. Thank you so much. Have a safe and peaceful week and holiday. Look after yourselves. Spoil yourselves as well. Buy yourself a little treat. And share the love. Bye. <laughs>